she likes a podcast we listen to this i'll talk about life news and anything interesting welcome back everyone to a new episode of the chillax podcast i hope all of you are doing well today is a great day i suppose we are kind of getting back into that weekly episode rhythm where i'm releasing every every week which is nice and i think today's episode really is just more of a life update i think i'm just more invested and interested and emotionally engaged in my in sharing my own life stuff right now and i guess that that is that is where you know this podcast comes in right to really allow me to talk about anything that i'm interested in i mean previously might be you know self-help and whatever and we're looking at, at the past but now it's more of looking at what is happening now and what is happening in the future yeah so today's episode is quite an interesting one where we are going back to the relationship thing again because after coming back from australia i've been using dating apps and i've been using it since the start of the year already if you all didn't know if you have listened to the podcast i've been using it on and off and like every day i was still kind of like go to coffee meets bagel and go and swipe and sometimes when i get tired when i get rejected when i get ghosted then i stop using it for a few days then i get back on it again so it's pretty much when i'm feeling like it when i'm feeling kind of motivated then i will go use it because it, it's, it's tough man i mean if you are like at the yeah at the middle of the pack in terms of looks and at the same time your selection process is quite picky and you have a certain kind of criteria not exactly you know i i want influencers and 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 the prettiest girl that doesn't work right but the thing is more of like when you have a specific kind of interest that you're looking for specific lifestyle it, it does get pretty hard pretty challenging to find someone and that makes it very tough when you find someone and you match but then you are not exactly even a contender at all maybe the person just swipe and think you're interesting but then talk a while then see an already bought really then you kind of just stop but get you get ghosted and that's how it works also and or maybe you talk to someone and eventually you know it doesn't go anywhere it kind of fizzles out you lose interest you realize that it's not a good fit and that that kind of adds up to the whole emotional i guess cost emotional kind of uh i wouldn't say pain or whatever it's just tiring the fatigue that you face when you just go through and that's why you see situations where people use it for a while then they quit then they go back again because you have this kind of cases where you know you get very emotionally invested like hey this is a good one you know but then yet the person don't want to commit it's like playing uh, a poker game like that because i think this example really puts it very kind of encapsulates the whole situation quite well i saw this article a very long time ago they talk about how dating romance in general is like a poker game where you're playing texas hold'em which is essentially you know you're trying to if you do if you guys don't know what is texas hold'em it's like poker tidy um where you're trying to form like a certain suit a certain hand a certain kind of pattern with the cards you have and with the cards on the board and then you know at every moment you have a opportunity or chance to place a bet to commit to to see the remaining cards that is on the on the board right because usually they'll open about five cards but you don't know first you will open three cards first then you every turn you open one more card one more card then you see whether you can form anything out of the cards on the board and on your hand 
And this is a very similar situation where you have this card on your hand, which is essentially your life, your personality, your experience and everything. And then meanwhile, there's a, there's a cards on the board and your, your partner is also ho holding cards as well. And in this case, it's more of trying to determine whether you guys want to commit even further to see what is the next stage. What is the next stage? Whether you guys are compatible, whether it makes sense or not. So it's very interesting, you know, where you can kind of liken it to the game of poker, right? Where, you know, if one person do want to commit, then you can't really commit anymore. You have to like end the game, right? And that essentially is like that. And it kind of sucks because I've seen some other people, like colleagues or even friends that um, go through this process where, you know, they find someone that not too bad, very similar, and they have that they are they might be compatible to, to some extent, but then the person is not committed. And then this becomes a problem, right? And I guess that's the nature of dating app. You you have tons of choices, but at the same time you are also subjected to a lot more competition. And it's a good and bad thing. You get selection but you might not be selected. You have these different kind of elements that comes into play, right? It's not like last time where there's no dating app. You just meet people from school, from work, from uh, hobbies or from I don't know volunteering activities so I think that's kind of the context of dating app isn't it so I've been using dating app for quite some time and usually the situation is that I don't really get matches so for about 3-4 years um, since COVID I think no no uh, for the 2 years during COVID I haven't gotten until now I haven't got any dates or whatever and there will be there will always be matches but then it kind of fizzles out and and the situation here is I recently managed to uh match someone and we went out on a on a on a date. And that's like I think out of like the three dates I went since very early on, like 2018 to 2020, this is the fourth one. So I haven't gone on any any dates since like two two to two and a half years. And and it, it's kind of interesting when you get matches and when you have opportunities to go on this kind of dates right that it kind of makes you um puts you back into this position that hey it's progressing now and there's things to really reflect on because when you don't have this kind of things happening right you don't have matches or dates then your whole sole focus is on trying to get matches how do i optimize my profile how do i get better pictures how do i um present myself but then when you get matches and get this then it presents a whole new set of problem that you have that i have right now which i almost forgot back you know because it has been two plus years right then i realized kind of with this new mindset with this increased age i realized the challenges when it comes to this particular stage of once you have matches and dates is finding the right partner and and as much as it sounds very easy it, finding the right partner in actual fact is it's pretty tough when you have zero experience in and when you don't have a relationship at all before, it's very challenging because you kind of wonder what is a right partner for you, right? You have certain kind of, I have certain kind of, uh, you know, interests. I look for people who have certain characteristics like you don't want, you don't want to have children. You look a certain way and everything. But then, when the time comes, right, not everything is going to be perfect. And even myself, I might understand my my preferences to some extent but there are some that i don't even know about until i see the person right and that becomes very challenging where 
you have to kind of decide and you know basing on your dating experience the the actual date and really reflect on it like what exactly went well and what didn't went well and that's the part where having friends to discuss is pretty nice i know some of these things are pretty personal for people they don't really share share with, with their friends but the fact that i went on my on my uh on, on a date after so long right and all of my friends like uh, were very excited and just having the opportunity to sit down and kind of discuss with them and understand what went well and what didn't went well and overall i for me i felt that the the, the date went pretty well but then after discussing with my friends and then i realized you know what was missing and what was what was present and what was what was missing and it's quite interesting in the sense where like um you need to do that to really uncover certain things because maybe in the heat of the moment during the day you might think that oh everything seems quite good quite good but then sometimes you also feel like something is missing and it's like you know if you if you have a if your feeling is from zero to ten right your feeling of the date is seven but then you don't quite know i mean seven is good but you don't know whether can it be better and you don't know what is missing or you don't even know like you know maybe your seven feels like a 10 because this is my first my first date after so long right and that and having the discussion with your friends kind of realize that okay what i'm feeling right now the experience was a seven it in fact was a seven and there was a gap between eight nine and ten and but at the same time it was a seven it was better than six five and four experience but at the moment itself or when you don't have the discussion with your friends and have the reflection on your own you felt that the seven was good and that's it and i guess maybe that's also a problem where having discussion with friends kind of make it not as good because if you go in with the experience like your, yourself right you feel that it's a seven is good maybe you continue and that makes it a lot more straightforward but then also maybe it might turn out bad at the end of the day because you didn't really think through and you feel that this is good you keep continuing you keep continuing but then when you don't think hard enough about it at the end of the day there might be deal breakers that that you could have identified early on but now only then you realize it then it becomes a problem but i guess you never know right that's the that's the tough part also about finding the right partner right you never know you don't know should you do it now should you reflect should you kind of see out all these people first or should you just kind of like go go along with it it's like a arranged marriage kind of situation right you just go along with it and eventually maybe things will turn out well because there's no perfect situation there's no is you are just trying to find the best best fit isn't it and that's that's the challenging part when you think a lot and when you try and make a decision and of course now having the discussion with my friends and everything kind of realize what was missing because everything was good the person was tall which is a plus point because i'm pretty tall and if the person is short then i have to keep on bending my my, my back and everything and the person seems nice we are in a similar position in terms of dating experience and um she she seems like an introvert but she can make an effort to have conversations so it went all right and i think she had very basic kind of interests like watching shows uh, korean shows listening to music and all these things so very general nothing bad and i would say overall good experience but i think the discussion with my friends and the reflection kind of made me realize 
throughout the whole conversation, the miss the missing point was emotional vulnerability and experience. It's not like the person didn't have any kind of vulnerability because overall, I felt that the person was very honest. But I realized something: in order for you to be vulnerable to some extent, you also need to have gone through some sort of experience or or trauma or bad experience in the past to be able to be vulnerable about. But this person that I met was so perfect. Maybe there's some sort of challenges or insecurity that she is dealing with and people don't usually share it in the first day, right? Everything is very perfect, picture perfect. But just the initial conversation that kind of realized that she has a perfect family. Um, they go on trips every year. Everything is nice. No huge issues, isn't it? Just very normal, very stable. And maybe that's the part where it kind of puts someone like me off where like, wow, because it's too stable, can't really relate that much. But at the same time, it kind of puts you in and it raises another question. For someone that is so that is broken, should you find someone that is stable, that is perfect? Or should you find someone that is in the same, roughly same situation where you guys can relate to one another? So that makes it even better, right? When you guys go through um, potential issues, when you have flashback of past issues or whatever. Because a lot of these past issues affect the present and the future, right? And having someone that understands it might make it easier or will it be a situation where someone who doesn't experience it but have a stable family that can provide the stability for you even though she might not understand it but she can try but she might not ever understand it so this gives you with two roads you are at the fork you know the road where you have left and and right where do you go and that's, that also comes down to you realize that okay if you have i mean you have you have your entire life to, to experience right it's like finding the perfect workplace for you and uh finding the right investments you can you have time is your ally here they can go and try different experiences but then the challenge here also comes down to when it's so hard to get matches and dates the fact that you want you you have to spend time to commit and also to find this date and also at the same time emotionally invest yourself and invest your time it becomes very challenging because usually these experiences this kind of dating thing runs about one year to two years right or even longer that you kind of need to figure out how this will work out so this becomes another challenge where you want to make the best decision at the start but you you, you have limited information you need time to understand to find out and that makes it even more challenging, isn't it? So I don't know, man. I really don't know. So besides the emotional vulnerability and experience, the re- the relation, the being able to resonate with one another, um, it's also the unique interest part because the person, I mean, does have very typical interests, and every one of us have very typical interests. But at the same time, you know, I'm trying different things, and I'm trying you know, this podcast and trying creative endeavors, right? And this also makes it such that I realized the conversation was very normal, not bad and not particularly interesting where I'm trying to find out more about the person, trying to ask a lot of questions. 
that keeps me engaged. And maybe it's the person, the person's ability to have a conversation. Maybe the person, you know, do not know how to kind of like, um, I mean, she, she can have a conversation. She can have ask questions, but sometimes we don't have the materials to, for people to work on, right? It's a bit hard as well. And that's why I kind of realized like comparing this experience with the current people that I match right now, where one of them, one of those people have a very unique interest and hobby and everything that I realized I can imagine it if we hang out. There's a lot more interesting questions I can ask and it makes it more interesting in the sense where there's this part that is there, I, I notice it and it's quite interesting that I can find out about instead of just this situation where, okay, in the first conversation, we kind of pretty much establish what we know, what we like and everything really. And maybe I might be wrong. Maybe the person can be hiding. Maybe the person is not really like presenting everything. But sometimes on the out, on, from, the, from the outside, you can pretty much tell already. Usually you also want to share this kind of experience or share these kind of things with other people, right? Like, you know, you have this interest, these hobbies. And maybe it's also partly my fault where I need to figure out how to ask better questions to really find out, you know, everybody is unique somewhere, somehow, I suppose. And I just need to dig it out. But I guess it's easier when the person kind of establish it or even kind of promote it and say oh you know i like to do all these things and and like immediately talk about this kind of interest because i guess it's also kind of relate back to the the kind of profile that you see right sometimes where people where people talk about how uh, i like someone that is passionate about something because it makes them pretty cool very interesting no matter how um how um, I would say irrelevant or because you can't guarantee that you are interested in whatever the person is interested in, right? But the fact that someone is interested in something deeply is pretty attractive, isn't it? And it makes it more, it makes the conversation more interesting, right? And it kind of shows that this person kind of has, has a life and has different ways to find meaning instead of being too codependent on you. And too reliant on you. So that's something that I kind of realized as well. So unique interests, emotional experience, and then meanwhile, you know, also having an opinion, I guess, um, having things to share because I felt that I realized the conversation went well. It's not that bad. But at the same time, I didn't really have a, I didn't really have a good grasp of whether the person had any kind of opinions or anything. I suppose to some extent, you know, the person shared a feedback on, oh, the food is nice and everything, but maybe just something different. Like, I guess it also ties back to the emotional vulnerability and experience because if I compare it to another past experience I have where we went on the date until, we talked until 12 o'clock last train. And the reason why that happens is because the person seemed to have an opinion on things and have... And maybe she had also been, been through her own uh, tough life, but her life is much better than mine. But at the same time, she had reflected and she had a good grasp of who she is and what she wants and how she is as a person. Instead of being, instead of the current one that I just met where she's just exploring, right? So maybe that was the key difference here because the person had an opinion and asked interesting questions and I was asking interesting questions. Then at the end of the day, we managed to talk until very late at night. And that, that I guess that's the difference. Now that I talk about it, I realize it, isn't it? 
And maybe it's not entirely my fault. It takes two to tango, right? And if the person don't really have that level of introspectiveness or conscience, like being self-conscious, right? And have this kind of deep thinking, then it can be challenging in this case. So maybe that's the difference. Yeah, it really boils down to the gut. The gut feeling kind of is a good measure as well before you kind of go and analyze it. Yeah, so that's interesting. And also, it also boils down to making a decision, right? Um, trying to decide whether it is necessary or not. Being res- being having commonality there or having polar opposites. And, you know, um, oh, it also goes to the, it also brings us back to the question of like, if I, op- if I optimize for all these kind of things, if I try and look for all these kind of characteristics, the question is whether can I get them or not? And, at the end of the day, nobody is perfect, right? You can't guarantee that, you know, the person has the one children, the person has the level of emotional vulnerability, the person has unique interests. So the question is, where do I stop? If I find someone that have a rough fit, do I commit? And that makes it very hard as well. It's like, it's like me trying to buy something. It's like, buying something might, be, might even be easier because you kind of roughly know, right? Everything is presented to you, really, all the facts and figures. But this is tough because you need to, you are taking a risk here to some extent. The risk is even bigger, right? Because you're putting so much time and effort into it. Yeah, but nevertheless, I think it's still a good problem to worry about because I'm getting matches and dates. And I guess this year is better. Usually all these dates and matches for me, right? It happens near the end of the year. Maybe people just feel a bit lonely when they are at the end of the year, I guess. And I mean, maybe all the festive periods is coming, people are getting more, I don't know, worried or something. But um, I don't really see an uptick in terms of the people who are on the app, but I just get more matches, I suppose. So, but last year's end of year, I didn't really get much. So it's quite interesting. The year before, at the start of COVID, I, I did get some. But 2022, I didn't get much. 2023 seems to have a resurgence again, I guess. Yeah. But overall... It's, it's a good problem to have because pe- before that, right, I think maybe after my Australia trip, maybe that one week, now this is the second week after Australia trip and even before Australia trip, I was kind of going through a slum where I, w- I wasn't getting any matches. I was getting ghosted and it was very tiring. And there was an epiphany or realization that, that I should control what I can control, which is something that is straightforward, right? But I think sometimes you just need this kind of realization that I realize that if I die tomorrow and, and I don't really own anything right now, I mean, I kind of own my successes to some extent for this podcast that people are listening. I own my successes in terms of my work, of the money that I'm earning. I'm, I have a decent job. But for some reason, I don't really feel proud or, or like maybe it's not successful enough, I guess. And I kind of have this realization that if I die tomorrow, I own nothing. I have nothing to my name. I have nothing great. I have nothing perfect and wonderful and amazing, right? And then I realize, actually, the least I can do is do what I can control, right? And that means having, the, having a healthy life and having a great body. And that's why I think maybe that's also partly the subconscious or even the conscious logic of going to gym. Why people train so hard to have that perfect body. because. Technically, if you think about it, right, having a very nice, 
strong, healthy body that looks good is something that you can control. And that is the only thing you can control because you realize it in off the entire world and all your experiences. A lot of things you can't really control to some extent. But you can go to gym. You can make a decision now to go to gym. And you can go and live however much you want. Nobody is actually stopping you. You can be healthy. You can run. And that is something that is controllable in this world that is just chaotic. And I kind of realized that all of a sudden that if I have a good body and healthy body, at least when I die tomorrow or right now I feel like I'm so sad and I'm down that I don't have any relationship, I'm ugly and everything, that at least I can tell myself that, hey, uh, I have this thing. Even though I'm not successful or whatever in life, I have, I'm successful or I'm, I've achieved something in having this healthy, good-looking body, right? And that kind of makes me even more excited to start on gym because I know I've been talking about it for quite some time and just never committed to it. And, and, I, and I kind of putting in action to commit to it really because I got my, I got, I got my shots and everything and it's just a matter of, it's just a matter of time because I'm probably going get, to get the membership when they have the discount, which is usually at the start of the year because that's where people do their New Year, New year resolution. And once I get that, I lock that in, then it's all about building that habit and maximizing, optimizing my health, right? And that's nice. I think the realization was quite encouraging and kind of motivates me to really, I don't know, commit to the whole gyming thing in the coming year. So that's nice. And I guess I talked for quite some time already. Hopefully, I guess for those who are looking for dates and are using dating app, that, that was useful insights. And also for those who are struggling to mm, get active, get fit, hopefully that was useful for you guys as well. So I guess I'll see you guys uh, next week.